So, Jim, how's your week going so far? Fantastic. That's killer lighting, man. Look at that. Really? Okay. So, you know, we said unprofessional, right? Um, uh, and, uh, and unproduced. Uh, but I do have, uh, I don't know if I, you know, for the, for the listeners later on the podcast, you won't see it. But uh, for the viewers, I'll give you the, close your eyes, going to blind you by the light. Nice, man. So, uh, you know, this is, uh, actually, we bought this for, as I mentioned last time, for Marina's uh, health coaching podcast. So, uh, it wasn't trying to make you younger. No, um, you know what's making me younger is my my T-shirt today. Um, I'm I'm basically uh, don't hate meditate, and that will keep you uh, living a bit longer. I, I like think. it, man. And uh, you have a beautiful view. Uh, every every time it changes, this is lovely. I see your C19 sign behind you. I got it all ready. I got it teed up for our guest. She's gonna definitely violate, step over the line. You know. Knowing. I I actually kind of hope so. Uh, we need some violators. Um, but before we before we dive in, as usual, um, uh, you know, if you remember last time, I said uh, we actually had a critic that nothing was said in three minutes. Right. Um, we actually had Dow from Healthy Capital. Uh, I'm not sure if you met him. Um, you know, it's an investment uh, firm in Netherlands. He yeah. commented saying, no, actually, let's extend out the three minutes. That's the part that I enjoy. So Dow, shout out to you. <clears throat> um, um, the, other, the other aspect, just very quick stats reviews. Uh, I'm going to go Good. live. Um, and remember last time we're kind of like, okay, you know, the numbers are increasing from like 40 hours view to 50, but like it was looking at the last month, not the lifetime of the show, which by the way, we started on April 15th tax day here in us. Um, right. right. So, uh, over 80 hours, people have wasted watching us. Hopefully they learned something. <laughs> Um, we have had uh, over 1.3 uh, thousand impressions with uh, almost approaching um, unique viewers approaching 500 almost. Um, so yeah, there's, there's people listening to us. I think we're is, touching people. We're touching people. We're, we're touching them. We're touching them, you know. Um, so, um, and then, I don't know, how, how are things, uh, just curious on your side, like, Lockdown yeah. the week very quickly the week yeah yeah the do I still got you please the um yeah no I think we're like this is interesting so I just came back to the office this week so uh, in Ireland we've opened up offices um you know my company uh, as you know Health Beacon we have a physical product so we have to we had to keep shipping it right through the whole uh, plague um mm -hmm. but, uh, so we had a light team there the whole time and then we've had our first team in there and some people anyone with young kids dying to get out of the house anyone living with their parents you know maybe in their you know they've kind of consolidated generally looking to get out of the house and i think a lot of you know like my kids are a little bit older so it was pretty traumatic to step outside and go to the office and commute 12 minutes up the road to a fairly empty office so so uh yeah no feeling good feeling good i'm, I'm dying to hear what uh, what's happening in new jersey um, so luckily we're, we're in New Jersey. Um, honestly, aside from this office and getting out once in a while, um, man cave, man cave here, actually, yeah. not the office. Um, haven't seen much more than that. Um, <laughs> at least we're not in the Ozarks, um, yeah. where there was apparently a crazy ass party, uh, going on, everybody on top of each other. Um, 
So uh, I kind of feel bad for that hospital system there. Um, so people are just being, I, I personally think, not cautious enough, but that's you I, know, I think everybody's prerogative. The big news in the states this week is um is you know our our kind of mentor here Joe Rogan the Joe Rogan show selling his podcast to Spotify for a hundred million so if we kind of line up our stats next to Joe Rogan what do we what do we, what do we- <laughs> uh, I you know actually that'd be curious we we got a we got a media empire brewing here Jim I I I think we're at a fractional headway here and. And I, I, in my understanding, Spotify is getting kind of highly verticalized. So maybe we carry uh, we carry the health vertical. I've been told it's a little concerned. It's kind of a flight to quality. <laughs> it might be. It might be. <laughs> uh, speaking of great quality uh, of of people, uh, so before we let uh, let her in, maybe I'll do like a quick uh, quick intro. Um, so it's going to be Francesca Wutke. I think I pronounced it right. I actually never said her full name um but uh so she is the chief digital officer at almiral uh i think she's been quite a you know quite a long time in the career in the pharmaceutical industry i think prior to that was on the investor side prior to that actually at almiral and prior to that novartis so i think she'll bring a a fresh perspective into all of this being kind of the the other two sides of it and uh, i'm just gonna admit her in bringing her coming from spain Spain. Francesca, are we connecting Hi. with you? Hey. Hey. How are you guys? Good, good, good. We're waiting for the video. So. Oh, sorry. There I am. Hi. Are you still in the office? No, I'm home. This is my living room. That's your living room. Oh. Wow. Okay. Welcome. Okay. Looks like a, is so, it a, oh, oh, okay. Painting. On top of it kind of looked like you were hanging a ping pong table on the wall. Like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> How are you guys? Good, 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 good. No, we Fantastic. were trying to chat with you. So you're, you're, you're in the home, you got the kitty. I, well, I've been in the office. I came home uh, midday today. Okay. Okay. Preparing good. for the big. Moment. So you guys actually reopened in Barcelona. Yeah. Last week. Not everyone, but we did. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So we kind of have. So have you heard of this podcast, The Shot of Digital Health Therapy? I have. Okay. What's the take? You guys have been keeping me laughing on my way into work. Nice. nice, nice. Oh, so you're one of the 17 downloaders and podcasts now. I am. I got you on Spotify. <laughs> Excellent. We actually had a, a, a quick argument before you dive in, Jim. Um, not an argument. I, I actually don't think I've ever pronounced your last name fully. So oh. I was kind of struggling when I was introducing you prior to so, you arriving. So um, apparently years after I had already been married, I found out I was pronouncing it incorrectly. So, <laughs> so you're not alone. And it was my name. Um, so what I was told is what key, like what key would you use to open your garage? Ah. Oh. Ah, okay. But the real pronunciation is vodka. Vodka. Okay. I think I was close, but once you re-listen to it, and I hope I got your bio right. If not, again, fake news. But, uh, I hope you it, it, you uh, invented some interesting things for me. Yeah. Okay. So first, the first check-in here is the Spanish update. We had we had an Italian update last week. We had Manhattan. We had California from Lisa. You know, Manhattan from Kristen. We had uh, Roberto from Italy. Who else do we have on here? Uh, Matt, yeah, Matt, Matthew and Jess, um, yeah, and yeah. actually most, but we'll, we'll, we'll maybe get Robert. into that. 
we Robert, talked to Robert from the edge, Robert from the edge in Chicago. We brought him back. We brought him back. So, so far, there. actually, yeah, all, little... all, all Americans, aside from Roberto. But anyway, right. check in. Well, you know, we rock. <laughs> okay, so what's happening in Spain? Um, it's a bit of a mess. So um, we're still under a state of alarm, but um, each province can kind of decide for themselves when they move to the various phases from phase zero to phase two. Okay. So we on Saturday just moved from phase zero to phase one. Okay. And so far, no one I've spoken to has any idea what that means. Okay. So. <laughs> right, right. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a generally yeah. moving through phases. But it, it's Spain. So people take any sort of laws as kind of loose guidelines. Right, right, got it, got it. This is, you saw the joke that was passing around the internet, the, uh, you know, the, the kind of the Corona coaster. Did you see that one this week? No. The, the Corona coaster, it's like, you know, at one point, well, just in yoga, living in your bubble, and then you, you, delve, you delve into the depths of depression and dying to get out of it, looking for human contact. So we're all on the Corona coaster, you know. Yeah. Oh, sorry, oh. Jim, you got to hold it up for yourself twice. So you know the, the rules, right? Francesca, no. you're not supposed to say some of these words. You can't use you can't use the uh, the c word. Oh well, I try not to use the c word as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use the c word or the p word. Henry, <laughs> good instructions in general. <laughs> I, I really, I, I think somebody did comment a while back on on Twitter that like you know it is a shot of digital health uh, therapy. You know, I just feel bad for myself because you know it's only two p.m. here for you guys to actually have a shot every time somebody says it. Kind of no problem. It's already the evening. But oh, uh, see, I haven't, I haven't uh, brought props with me. I don't, I don't have any shots. Yeah. I All right. Know. Then, I, then, then that's just the the holdup. But um, I, I think I'd be, if I started drinking at you know, at this is seven o'clock. No, I've started drinking. I just don't have shots oh. with me. <laughs> just to be clear. Right, right, right. This kind of a, yeah. I think if I started drinking at seven, I, I'd be kind of quickly thrown out of the house, you know. So not, not, not counting Matthew Holt, who I think is considering himself an American, but you know, he's a Brit and with his dry humor, we actually, and Roberto, who is obviously Italian, We've had all these Americans on, um, and of course, you know, if we think about kind of digital health, um, you know, startup health, rock health, health 2.0, you know, a lot of the tracking started in America, uh, in, in US, um, and we're still kind of lots of question marks on the investment side. How do you guys, because I don't know the years, you know, it's been almost nine years for me and the fam living in normally on, on the European side of the pond. How long you guys have been now? We've um, been just over 10. 10, and Jim, actually? Yeah, I came over, to, what are we in now? I'm like almost 15 years, 15 years in Dublin. We came over 2004, 2005, we are now. Yeah. Yeah, Well, okay, so, so I think the one, the question we wanted to dig into, so one where obviously we're trying to spin the podcast up into kind of a Joe Rogan style exit. There's a hundred million exit on the, on the, on the I don't know if you, did you see the news on that? Joe Rogan sold his spot podcast to Spotify from YouTube for a hundred million bucks. Oh, well, you know, this is, this is next. Right. We're, we're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> yeah. Almost there. Like he has, he has 4 million or 9 million subscribers. So we are 8,999,000. You <laughs> <laughs> can't even do the math right, Jim. <laughs> okay. So, so anyways, no, I, well, this is the thing we want, like we want to hit on like a bunch of stuff like digital health wise, but like the, um, 
so one of the topics was globalization. So like we're like we all have in common that we're Americans that built our career kind of in digital health, largely in digital health. You were doing investment and then yeah, really, I guess actually I was late to the game, but yeah. <laughs> For the what? I was late to the game, but yeah. <laughs> you guys have a lot more yeah, we, more we years. Built our, the... We built a career in digital health as Americans or as, you know, Americans with international influences um, in Europe. And, and so like, would you, I guess the first question, would you move today? Like if you were living in the, in the U S would you step up and move today? Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Best decision we ever made. And by talk about digital health and globalization, what's it, what do you think, what do you think's going to happen? Well, I, I mean, I think in, I think in Europe for digital health, there's, um, there's a little bit more of a, of an opportunity. It's a, it's a bit still in some aspects uncharted waters in, in terms of how patients are interacting with, um, with you know, health-enabled solutions and, and what the regulations are. I think what's really exciting for me right now is what is changing in, in Germany, because I think that change is, um, is pretty significant in terms of um, you know, the, the changing regulation, the, the DTX regulation, how things are starting to get reimbursed, um, yeah. and, and a, a regulatory path for, for digital solutions, which has been really exciting. So I think that's great. I think um, the, the consumerization is different here than in the US, and that has an impact. Um, so the way we look at protecting data is very, very protective in, in Europe because of um, GDPR, and that's, um, that's a bit of a hindrance. So you know, I think there's, there's some good, there's some bad. I think from an investment perspective, their um, the valuations that we see in Europe are are much more right sized and they're much more appropriate versus that um, those in in the U.S. So I think that's a big difference. There's also a huge funding chasm, which is a separate issue, but um, but yeah. Right. Yeah, I just spoke to somebody. Sorry, Jim, um, uh, and and stealth startup um, on actually the East Coast with a pre-revenue. The team is barely formed. They have a lead. And even during this time of 15 million valuation. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, you know, I actually great team. I, I won't argue that. Uh, interesting market. But I think just, you know, the, the relativity of scale and maybe just uh, uh, Francesca, just like a, a quick comment on uh, maybe the question, because you mentioned Germany, right? And the law. My hypothesis is the rest of the European countries are now kind of watching like a hawk. Yeah. Um, and seeing what actually transpires. So I don't know if, if as is the US, any, I think. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and I think this is um, a, a specific opportunity where Europe might be on the the vanguard or the cutting edge before um, before the US, and and that's really interesting because um, what I've seen is a, a lot of um, a lot of activity to try to to kind of try to cast that tail uh, in Germany. And so even for the, the few companies we have in our, in our accelerator, they're looking to do things in Germany now because the opportunity is, is pretty right. Um, right. So I, I think it'll, it'll take a couple of years to figure out what that path looks like. Um, and there'll be a lot of failures for sure. What I hope is that the failures don't um, kind of discourage, discourage. Yeah. And, and, um, and set, the wrong kinds of precedents. But what about the localization? You just building back in the localization. So, like, so, like, right now, I mean, do we lose a year 
um, days of the year where we just can't travel <laughs> freely and, you know, we can't do implementations and, you know, do, you know, the, you know, like I saw with the Digital Care Act, they were talking about, you know, at first we're saying, hey, you could use European data. Uh, and then it was like, you got to use German data unless you can show that the European data, you know, is, is sufficiently similar in terms of the yeah. health context. So, I mean, do we lose a year now moving around or what do you think? I think it depends. I think the things that you expect to grow are growing. Um, virtual trials, teledermatology, telemedicine, um, to some extent DTX. Yeah. Because it's it's in some ways easier to get a DTX through than than it is a, a pharmaceutical because you may or may not have to do as much, you know, blood testing or, or ancillary testing. So I think the, the things that we would expect to move forward and, and progress more quickly are, and we're also seeing that in terms of, um, of funding rounds over the, the past month. You know, there's been a lot of funding in, uh, in telemedicine, you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the, the companies that I've spoken to in that space, their, you know, per patient um, visits have, have increased, you know, five, 600%. I mean, unbelievable. Sure. <clears throat> and they're now quickly expanding into different countries. Right. Have you had, just out of curiosity, uh, or somebody you know, like in, in Spain, um, kind of who, who's picking up the, like who's driving a lot of this telemedicine stuff in Spain? I'm just curious, actually. Yeah, in, in Spain, a lot of it's being driven by the, the private health insurers and by the, the big um, hospital systems. <clears throat> Pardon me. So that's good and bad because they may or may not do a great job of it and they may do it for kind of triage cost cutting which might not be the right approach i think the issue is there's a huge gap in in being able to deliver medicine under under i won't say that word under these circumstances um so good so you know I, I, the i heard just a little while ago that the increase in amputations has skyrocketed because people aren't getting care for, um, for, you know, diabetic, um, uh, you know, more, morbidities. And I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that. There have been, there's been a rise in strokes and heart attacks because people are just afraid to go into the hospital under the circumstances. So I think for the, the very acute, serious care, that needs to still find a way to be carved out. But for, um, for the less serious acute care, we also need to provide solutions for patients. You know, I, I read something that even things like childhood vaccinations aren't being done because parents are so freaked out that they won't take their kids to, right. to their peds. So, and that causes other problems. So I think that the, the health impacts are really far reaching and will continue to be really far reaching for some time. Um, so to the extent we can offer even if it's just for initial triage um, and then to kind of shunt patients to the right places or even give the, the patients or caregivers comfort around seeking care when they need to. I think that's really important. But you always seem pretty, like, pretty calm and collected. Have you been freaked out at all? <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, in the early days, I was. I have to say, um, you know, we as a company were trying to devise ways to keep are nearly 2,000 employees safe, and and I took that on as a huge burden, and that that was really scary because we needed to make decisions to to keep our employees safe, to make sure that they didn't get sick, to make sure their loved ones didn't get sick, 
and um, and that was that was a, a big um, a big sort of psychological burden that took up a lot of space in my brain for a while. Yeah, and I, I, I before you joined in, I said, "Don't hate, meditate." <clears throat> yeah, we, we, there was a lot of meditating going on, <laughs> and still. Yes, what do you, I do believe in um, like a, from a digital house, like uh, the med meditation apps, the music. I, I love Headspace, and, and we've been using Headspace as a family, gosh, I think for six years or so. So when the, I have three boys, when they were little, we would just play it in the hallway, and that's how they would go to sleep. So we, I love it. So one of the things Eugene and I were talking about when we were saying, okay, what would we chat with about, uh, we're saying is... Um, hey. Jim, hold on a second. We're supposed to be unproduced, man. Are you're letting everybody in on our 10-second discussion um, <laughs> on what we're going to talk about prior to this thing. Based on my reputation of not preparing for everything, it's not a shock. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a shock. But no, was okay. Like I know you for your, um, you know, your extreme snowshoeing. Um, yeah. Wow. Attributes. Most your, people do. Yeah, and your, your um, you know, heading to. Uh, events you know I'm very nervous what you're gonna say Tim. <laughs> and your your snow angels and your you know your your you know so we so we've been at digital healthcare events and um when some of the team went to go skiing we didn't go skiing we went to extreme snowshoeing and then um we did with the team with the team of people we, we did stream snowshoeing anyway i'll leave it at that and yeah. so so it's yeah, a lot there's a lot of like, you know, the, the crowd we're with, it's kind of a, a close crowd of people that attend these digital health conferences. You know, that's how, you know, Eugene and I have met and we, we went, it's a lot of fun, right? Like we're kind of evangelizing the whole concept of digital health, but now like, like the world needs digital health, right? So yeah. Eugene, I were knowing is like, is it time for the suits? Is the fun over? Like what happens now? Like, is it like, now it's like, we're like the dog who got the car, you know, like all of a sudden the world needs digital health, not just about <laughs> what you're gonna do it's implementation I, I don't even own suits anymore so i can't even like like yeah <laughs> is the fun over I, I, you know I, in some ways i kind of hope so like i i kind of hope that the the suits get it and stop wearing suits and then start wearing more you know don't hate meditate t-shirts so like, i like, think the photo bomb of uh, this is Eamon oh. hi <laughs> hello how are you good how are you hi i'm francesca Hi, oh, look, we're, we're really emulating the bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hi, Amy. This is kind of, Hello, Eugene. We, she, like, uh, I was just asking Francesca that this is wife Emanuela, better half. Um, yeah, Mar <laughs> Marina. Marina. <Scott>. Clearly. <laughs> I, I, I didn't remind her. I told, I told Marina we're, we're, we're taping, but, uh, you know, I, I have no control over her whatsoever. She, so she's a nat she's an Italian, but a naturalized American. So a lot of times I, you know, I have to if, she, if there's any ever anti-American rhetoric, I have to threaten. Yes, to remind me. I, I could tell her I can make a citizen arrest and take away her passport. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. But no. So she thinks that I go on these digital health events just to have fun, largely. So we're asking, like, is the fun over for digital health? Like now, the world needs digital health. Uh, I I think we'll continue to be having fun. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see what everyone else does. Oh, really? <laughs> I, think, I think there's a lot of work to do, though. There's a lot of work to do. Yeah, you guys are going to be busy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot of sleep going on. Yeah. So, so before, it's funny, before Marina got on the circuit, 
with me, right, with your coach stuff, she was kind of saying the same thing, like, all I see you is doing selfies and you're this event and that event. And then I think after the first one that she went with me, I want to say actually Webbit and, and Sophia. Yeah. But anyway, she's like, wow, this is actually a lot of hard work. There's like a lot of intense discussions at the bar. It's not like just all, you know, fun right. and games. Like you guys actually are talking about That's meaningful shit. <laughs> I'm saying this on purpose, just for you, Joe. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say sometimes. <laughs> but I want to ask this, so this is to the kind of the, the intense working mom. So Francesca's with you, she's like, she volunteers for every PTA and every event. And she's moved her whole family to Spain. Emmy moved her whole family up to Dublin. It is like, so what, so right now, have you done health appointments online for your kids or family? Yes, we did. Yeah, what would you do? Yeah. So we did one uh, video. Yeah, video appointment, and it was a lot easier than going to see the doctor in Naples, yeah. <laughs> which is not exactly around the corner. Uh, so yeah, it was great actually. Um, it was very thorough, very uh, professional, yeah. um, and flexible in terms of time. So I think uh, it worked. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't work all the time. I think sometimes you do need to go to an office and and see the doctor in person, but definitely work this time yeah. yeah have you done that's that? great have you done it have you moved all online digital everything no i told the boys that hospitals were closed and that just not to get hurt <laughs> so, so far it's worked so we did have to go to the hospital to the emergency room um gosh i think it was two a week or two right before the the quarantine started because my son had a horrible infected finger and there were probably there were lots of kids coughing in the emergency room waiting room and i imagine a lot of them probably had covid and we didn't realize it at the time so oh yeah right because we saw you right before this all broke down like you did you did the event yeah that's right yeah exactly yeah and it was all happening right Barth barcelona yeah it's crazy yeah what about mass or no mass um now we have to wear masks outside in, in spain so and and you, we, so, oh, you have a fancy one. Well, you you know my my family. You know Marina. This is like the Louis Vuitton of the masks, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of it just yeah. arrived yesterday. Yeah, it makes you look super <laughs> scary. <laughs> well, we got some unfortunately travel coming up, so have to really mask up. Oh here. right, yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah. think it's pro masks as well. Uh, I think it's, uh, in Ireland it's not compulsory or mandatory, but um, in Italy it is, and I think it has been significantly. It's very sad. Yeah. Uh, it is. Just a mile away. I was walking with the, the mask, and a little girl was looking at me, and uh, I didn't realize I had my mask, and I smiled, and she like looked really scared. And then I was like, oh, because she's not seeing my smile. She was yeah. really, really, really worried, and I don't know what was going, going on, but... Right. Obviously, her uh, her mind was uh, very concerned by the mask. Yeah. Poor thing. I have big cheeks, so when I smile, my eyes close, so people yeah. can tell I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah, I always wonder if they can smile. I don't. Smile the eyes. I generally don't smile that much, so I don't kind of. No, like, no, you're very serious. <laughs> but but I think the the I guess the positive silver lining is like nobody's expecting us to be in suits inside or outside I mean like I changed the t-shirt today for just for the show so it's you know yeah like, I'm nice. on my, like I've worn a new shirt every show now I actually remember uh we were talking I think last I don't remember which 
episode uh, about JPM, right? And, uh, yeah. and I, I found my tweet from a couple of years ago where I was sitting in Union Square and saying like, aren't we talking about kind of digital health and innovation? Um, no, no offense. I mean, I like wearing my nice suits once in a while too, but it's like all I saw is the suits and like a little bit to this kind of fun discussion. Um, yes, there's lots of funding that have gone in, right? But uh, but also serious players, right? Like now everybody's using telemedicine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this become kind of the norm for uh, just kind of sprung forward. And I'm just kind of curious, Francesca, what, what your thoughts are? Because, I mean, obviously you guys at Amaral have the digital garden. You know, my yeah. biggest frustration was always kind of inside pharma. It's all fun and games and lots of PR and da-da-da. But then now the serious shit is happening right we're we have to heal and treat people yeah using these tools which is awesome or, or get this. to get to docs even because you know they're they're either in spain a lot of you know where we focus on medical dermatology a lot of the docs were brought to the front line they were doing triage in the er's they're not doing dermatology they're not in their offices right. those that were in private practice were home a lot of them, unfortunately, were home because they were quarantining because they were they were affected. And so, you know, it's it's um, it's been really interesting to see the shift that the organization has had. You know, when I started last year, I would say we were on the very very beginning of our of our digital journey. But I think the narrative has really changed. So, the way the teams interact with with my team now is very different. You know, they're. There's, um, there's a lot less skepticism because they've been forced to become a little bit more comfortable with technology. And that has allowed a different conversation, a different narrative and, and things that were, oh, no, no, we can't do that. Now they're starting to kind of question and should we do this and how should we do that? And um, so it's been a ton of work, but it's, it's been great to see that change. You have a lot of these young, like in the, in the, in the, in the digital garden you have a lot of young companies right like there's a lot of early yeah stage. they're super early yeah so like, like what happens and like i i kind of think you know what's going to happen to innovation like if you don't have like we had rob garber on he says he says okay what's going to happen investment wise well there's going to be a flight to quality there's going to be a flight to yeah. scale and and then I, and then i kind of added to it that it's also going to be a flight to like if you're not dealing with c19 if you're not central to the c19 oops, <laughs> well done, Amanola. <laughs> uh, <I'm> not... <laughs> I'm the biggest violator. The um, but if you're not central to that, then you can't get the investment. So what happens to all these baby companies? Not baby companies. That's um, <laughs> well, it's interesting because um, three of the four of them have have pivoted as a result of the thing, and right. so they they <laughs> one. Can you say the names? Yeah, sure. Of course, uh, they'd love it. <laughs> One is um, Intrepido, which is a, a patient recruitment platform. They've switched to provide patient recruitment for um, for clinical trials within that space. Try very hard. And um, and then we have another tele teledermatology company, Dermatogo. They're um, they they've seen their reach increase just exponentially. And, and since this whole thing started, they were able to open up um, and, and allow their services in Spain. So, um, you know, and then we have another company that's kind of focused on, on AI, but it's, kind of, it's using AI via your, your phone. Um, it's Hout AI. 
And so all of them have been able to kind of take advantage to some, not take advantage, that's a horrible way to put it, but but to, to leverage yeah. the situation we find ourselves in now. Relevant and useful, right? Exactly. And um and they are, they are they are relevant and, and, and useful in, in this um in this era. And I think, you know, it's it's a good way for them too, as a really small company, to show proof of concept, proof of principle, and to be able to then get them to the next step. And that's been and resonating you, with investors as well. Do you have them chasing all these financial supports that are out there? like as they try to fund and scale are they yeah of, we spend a lot of time looking for all this kind of you know non-diluted capital that now is available yeah they've been lucky in that they've gotten a lot of that just kind of on their own um right. i i tend to you know i, I may be poo-pooed for this but i tend to steer them away from um from serial angel funding because i, I don't know in general that doesn't always have the most value to their growth um, so, you know, but they've been, they've been getting real traction with what I would consider really serious venture capital investors. So I just saw something on LinkedIn, uh, from a fund that posted, uh, you know, 10 mistakes entrepreneurs make and how hard it is to raise capital. And I commented on there, it's even harder to raise capital from your customers. Um, and like all of a sudden my comment just blew up on there. Like I forget whatever, how many likes on it, because you know, on one side, it's absolutely difficult to raise capital, especially in this market. But uh, as the pockets tightened, just actually getting the revenues. Um, yeah. So with that, actually, on the investor, I'm the, I'm remember, I'm the timekeeper, even though this is like totally not my role. I, <laughs> I hate timekeeping, um, but I am. Uh, so on the investment side, so right before Amaral, you you were at Merck um, and yep. doing the investor investments. Uh, now you're sort of looking at this, I guess, to a certain extent. Say it again, Jim? You're going to give a shout out to Bill Toronto. The Bill Toronto, <laughs> yes. He'll know uh, my, my, my little sign. Um, now, uh, now kind of inside a pharma company, uh, more operational driving a lot of change. I know each one has benefit, just kind of gut reactions, thoughts before we close off here. Um, it, it's really different, I have to say. I think um, I'm glad to still be a part of the, the startup and entrepreneurial community because I feel like it's, it's just very kind of, I don't know, it's, there's, there's a life there that I really love. Um, so now we're trying to graduate them into venture capital funding and that's been really fun. But I think from, from the, the inside out and trying to really create a change in an organization, I, I, was, I was glad in some ways to start at the very beginning but that obviously brings with it a whole other set of, of issues. Um, but, you know, I, I tend to be drawn to the thornier problems and, and this one was thorny. Yep. And so, <laughs> so it, <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely been, been fun and, and fulfilling. And I, I, I hope that we're starting to really make an impact and, and make a change in the, in the company. The team that has, for whatever reason, decided to to join us is just absolutely phenomenal. So you know they're doing a lot of the heavy lifting and the and the the work in in the trenches. But um, but you know we're starting to see some differences, which is great. Hey, listen, the team uh, follows the leader, right? Um, so yeah. you know when you describe um, about the team, you probably just describe yourself. So like um, I would, if any company, that's what I said at the last event. If any pharmaceutical company wants to innovate into digital healthcare, just hire Francesca. That was the that was the model. Oh. But, it's so nice thank you but like okay so but critical question i know the timekeeper is going to stop me but is um is what what about summer vacation so like what are we doing some what summer vacation and you're we're, we're going to drive 
we hope to drive. We hope to drive somewhere. To drive across yeah. Europe. We, we were to... we were supposed to go to the U.S. and do like a big you U.S. Drive trip. No, you can't drive there. And in fact, there was a boat was part of it. We can't do that either. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. I think we'll probably just hang out uh, at the beach. Um, yeah, at the beach here. Beaches. Yeah, I but mean, it's we're... it's funny because I have this headset on. I feel like I'm I'm at a call center, like ready to talk customer <laughs> service with someone, which is what I've been doing all week trying to cancel all my trips. Like, yes, Harris, I am the manager. I'm happy to help you. <laughs> <laughs> what about so Eugene? What are you doing? Uh, so we're actually hoping to drive uh, eventually from Berlin to Barcelona. So let's see, let's see if we can pull pull that off towards the end of the summer. But well, we'll meet at the beach with a big vermouth. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I I love it, and then um, I will I will wear this. However, I, yeah, yeah, wear that and like <laughs> match, make it match your bathing suit and <laughs> matching speedo and mask combo. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's that's gonna go on my on my LinkedIn post of the show. I hope I haven't given you any ideas, Eugene. <laughs> you gave myself a bad visual, so of myself. <laughs> All right, guys. As always, Jim, great to see you, Emmy. Thanks for stopping by. Emmy, thanks, thanks for coming by. Jessica, talk soon. Bye, guys. I'm Bye. Thanks.